It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Who's got Lionize? A little before 11 o'clock on a live imaging Tuesday, Travis and Sliwa. Lit. Sliwa, was this a coffee run or a restroom run? I believe this is a restroom break. Oh, it's a restroom break. Yeah. Are you? Do you fall into the twenty-five percent of people, Chris, that uh, have flipped through their significant other's phone, or are you in the person that had their phone flipped yeah, through? Yeah, I'm more on that side. <laughs> hence, why I don't date anymore. But so, if I know that it's going on, I then will do it to you. But I try to stay clear of any sort of situation where people are looking through phones. Right? There's nothing in there that you need to see. It's only going to make it's only going to make you feel crummy. And Keyshawn has long been an advocate, and now producer Lindsay is of the screens that you can't see. Behind you, I don't know what they're called. You oh, know, it's got the, like a little the special screen on your screen that basically somebody can't be behind you pulling a corporate. I Greg, didn't even know that. Because Greg it? likes to look at screens. Oh, Greg's a sneaky screen oh, watcher. Greg's a sneaky screen. <laughs> really? Yeah, you can catch his like if you're talking to him and your laptop's open, you can see his eyes. Mike, do you want to just read my emails or? Hold on, real quick. Let me my laptop. <laughs> okay, there we go. Good. In case he in case he walks through. Every time he comes on with us, he sits like right behind me. He's checking your emails. Yeah, he's checking your fantasy team. He's checking everything. So. 25%. So have you ever gone through Lady Slee's phone? No, we're talking about that. No, I, I wasn't not. here. I was in a meeting. Well, I know. Corn. Big corn. I'm, <laughs> I have not. Do you think no, she's I'm ever not. gone through your phone? Um, I don't think she has. I don't think. And we talked about it. She knows the password, so she oh, she does any time. So I made that like, mistake, too, once giving them the password. Like, oh, they won't go in if they know the password. Yeah, that, that's one of those. I'm going to tell the lie and hope that they, by me giving it to them means they won't go look. That's you want the password? That's fine. And then you're just sweating profusely. All of my kids know mine too. I'm like, yeah, there's. I, I gotta, I gotta be careful with what's on that phone. I also now I'm been in a situation where I uh, had someone like read a notification, just like lifting up the phone because they were gonna pass it to right. me. Saw that notification says now I just say the notification is from Target, but it doesn't say what it's about. And turn the notification. That's off. extremely no, not turn them off, but extremely important with iMessage. The original iMessage <laughs> would put show, the message right, yeah. Yeah. or the picture. <laughs> Don't need that. Up That's there. very important to just have it say iMessage. <laughs> yeah, the picture could be a whole other thing. Yeah. I'm going to start sending you both tawdry text from a different number. Yes. Just so if they go through, they're going to be like, what's this? See, I have the notifications turned off on the home screen. See, that that would be a big red flag for a lot of women. Obviously, the great Susan is okay with that. It, it's not so much. It's the things I get from people like you. They're people, my, my, you know a lot of yeah, my it's friends. Yeah, more buddies the, that yes, send you something that, stupid. That's the stuff that I don't, I don't need anybody to know that I have friends, and I'm as guilty as anybody else that sends stuff like that. I just prefer to keep that in the group. Yeah. So I found out that in the first hour you talked more about your Houston trip, but here's what I find fascinating, Sleep. It's not like Houston's a small town. Houston is one of the big major markets. Never been, so I have no idea. But when you say, I've booked a room, mm-hmm. and you have no clue what part of town, that's true. I believe that's how like a Netflix documentary <laughs> begins, like the Cecil Hotel. All have these people came. Flea? I saw, how many was it? How many episodes was it? Five or six. Okay, yeah. I saw probably three of them, something like that. Yeah, the, it ends with they find the dead girl in the water tower. Oh, no, I, see, I think that's how it starts. Maybe though, I did see the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's also a movie called Barbarian, which is also the similar thing where they book an Airbnb in Detroit. Don't realize what area of fiction? Detroit it's in. Uh, it's a fictional thing, obviously probably based on something that really happens. But okay. then you get there and it's already booked. So you go up to the door and they go, 
knock, knock, knock. And then someone else answers like, oh, I booked this. And it's like, oh, I also booked this too. And then obviously things ensue from there. So Barbarian. That's terrifying. What if the house that we booked is with FAU What fans? do you mean we? <laughs> is Lady Sleep going? No, I got four buddies or three buddies, four of us total. So who's the bigger, who's the, the bigger woodlands? <laughs> yeah, if you're up in the woodlands, it's far. You're gonna have to be. I think be... it's. He said it's about 15 minutes away. From That's like the, saying uh, L.A. is 15 minutes or 15 miles. 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Houston's big. It's a lot like oh, it sprawls. There's yeah. a ton of traffic. You're Except not there's wrong. only listen, two freeways. Listen, which you sit on. You're and they you're, go in a circle. And there, don't say the 10. If you say the 10, they'll stab 10 you. Or you gotta I say 10. I 10. I 10. Or the okay. loop 610 loop. I'm gonna get stabbed then. <laughs> Don't I'm not say the. That. Do not say the. That's that's a Southern California thing. And also, don't mention to any Houstonian yeah. that the Rockets would have never won those two championships if Michael Jordan doesn't retire. <laughs> they will. I mean, I almost got into bar fights when you bring that up, and they're like, "Hey, man, what about Hakeem?" And you're like, "Hakeem's coming out to guard Jordan," and they just they lose their mind. My first words when I land is, "Lajuan was overrated." <laughs> Also, you should be from anywhere other than Southern California. Yeah, don't say that. Be from Seattle. Yeah. Be from Chicago. That you. you yeah, I'm an insurance broker yeah, from I'm Seattle. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that Olajuwon was overrated. Followed by, does everybody cheat in this city like the Astros? And just yeah. go from there. There you go. Good luck. <laughs> good, good luck. That should get me pretty far. Yeah, yeah I think you, like 15 minutes. You know ago. another? Who, since who? you're about to fly. Another Netflix documentary that is frightening. And Lungi told me to watch it. The I'm Malaysian it. Airlines. Yeah, I'm watching oh, it. Oh, dude. Yeah, I'm I mean, watching it right now. Yeah. I think, by the way, I don't want to spoil it, but Scenario 3 is, I think, the actual one. The third, the last episode. I'd buy that. Yeah. I'd buy well, that. Was, was the. Oh, well, yeah, but at least that was like a plane was crash. Was the third one the radar? And then it's, I just said, don't spoil. <laughs> I don't think it's a spoil. I mean, it's not like this. Uh, they still theory. never found the plane, so I think. They never found the plane, but I think all these scenarios have been. Presented. I like the pieces that washed up on the beach in like Madagascar, and it was like, uh, no. Like and these the guy clearly, them? they were clearly like he's got a tent. Here. Come vibe. <laughs> so the if you haven't watched show- that, and you're like, what are these guys talking about? It's on Netflix. It's the uh, Malaysian Airlines MH370. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. still it's the Cecil Hotel one is still the most because it's literally down the street. Right. That's mm-hmm. that. I'm not getting on a Malaysian air flight anytime soon. I feel reasonably good about that. Hotel that's Cecil. It, that right sounds there. like a vacation salute. Like guys, I'm just going to go to Malaysia for a week. Take <laughs> oh, Lakers season's long, over. Long I weekend. Would do that. <laughs> I would do that. Imagine because you don't like to tell us where you go if you yeah. never said anything and then the plane just disappears. We wouldn't know. You just wouldn't show up one day. I'd have the Comrex with me. <laughs> Do you have who's, who's the buddy who's spearheading the logistics? You, we need to find out where you're staying. We can, we can help you oh, no, I, I, figure I, I, out what I'll, to do. I'll find out. I'll Let's log in. I got to go back to the, the meeting, link. but I'll be back in a few minutes. Did you I'll, close corn? I think corn is close. To, <laughs> we don't say closed. Open. We open partnerships now. Oh, we don't close them. Okay. We open a partnership. Much more positive. And I still want to get into the succession thing with producer. Emily. I have my notes. She's got her notes. Travis Itzliwa continues right now. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, MH370 is upsetting. Did Hotel you see Cecil the whole thing? I have upsetting. not. I have not seen the whole thing yet. Uh, I don't think I finished it. I don't I, think I have. Either. I got about. Ha- I'm like, yeah, okay. I, 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 I get it. Kind of like. Will in other you words, finish it or are you done? Once I quit, I almost never go back. I, yeah, I think I, I'm probably not. If I, I'm taking some breaks here. Actually, Your Honor, right? Remember when I went in? I got through all, the whole first season. I think I've only watched two episodes of season two. Because yeah. you don't like it, or you just had other things to do. Well, I think if you like it, you just find time to watch it. So I think it's losing a little steam for me. Um, we'll see if I go back to it. That we'll doesn't see if I, sound go back. I know. I'm with you. But the MH370, I started watching that too, and I kind of lost a little bit of steam there. 
I wouldn't mind watching them, but I have not gone out of my way to do it. The Hotel Cecil part that's really Kings upsetting. Kings were playing the Timberwolves. What do you want me to do here? Is when the folks would come from like other countries to stay, and they're like, oh, it's downtown, and the, the picture on the internet's like, oh, this looks pretty mm. good, and it's really inexpensive. By the way, just people that are listening to us overseas right now, which I think is probably millions and millions, if something is cheap in Los Angeles, you don't want it. That is that is like the ultimate red flag. If there is a hotel in downtown that is inexpensive, think twice. Mm. I'm just saying that seems like a, a, a very significant red but flag. But if it's expired, drink it or eat it. That's on you, brother. Send it to me. Hey, that ham, why is it green? I'm just gonna I'm gonna power through that. That looks really good. Well it's called green eggs and ham for a reason. <laughs> green eggs. Yeah, just cut off. The ham was green too, wasn't it? So the ham's is green, but like the way you phrase it doesn't necessarily mean that both. Anyway, right, I'm trying to remember here. the book. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to. I remember the the yolks on the green eggs were green, but I don't know if the ham was green as well. They'll eat them in a box with the a end. box. The green part. Cut it, it is it off. also green. Keep it going. is also green. Thank you. That's that. We needed to know that. So, all three of the the major teams here in town, Dodgers, Lakers, and Rams, yep, are kind of in similar spots. And what I mean by that is. They've all won a title very recently. Mm -hmm. They are all in various stages of reboot. And they're all, like, for instance, let's kind of go for The Dodgers are in the midst of a reboot while simultaneously continuing to try to win the World Series. Mm. That That is the ultimate place that you want your team to be, where they're one of the best teams, they've won a championship recently, they're in the mix to win championships, but clearly the Dodgers are in a transition period where some of their more popular older players, Justin Turner, Kenley Jansen, soon-to-be Clayton Kershaw, are retiring and leaving, but at the same time stay at the very top level. And that transition means, if I'm going to use a football analogy, you're still going to probably win ten or eleven games. Yeah, well, you're gonna, the, the the Dodgers. I think the analogy is you're going to try to win ninety games. You're going to try to win the division, get in the playoffs. Which think about that. Any team in a transition in sports, you're not just posting up ninety wins, ninety two wins, ninety five wins. So I'm, I'm I'm saying that more as a compliment to the Dodgers. That's the hardest thing. To even do. in their transition, they're going to be a team that nobody's really saying won't make the playoffs. Most other franchises, if you're in a transition, that means there's a good chance that you're not going to be competing, and you're not. But you most likely won't be more making the postseason. There's nothing more challenging for an executive to do than to be good today and also be set up to be really good for tomorrow. There, there's nothing harder to do than that. The Dodgers have nailed it. The Rams in their transition are post championship, and they're basically saying, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna sit, we're gonna retool." We're going to figure out what's coming next. We're not active in free agency. We're keeping our draft picks. We're clearing cap space. The Rams could have as much as $65 million in cap space next year. They're going to have a wow. first-round draft pick next year. They've got 11 picks in this year's drafts. This this is the traditional way to rebuild, right, where you get really good, you, you hit the jackpot, you win the Super Bowl, and then it's like, okay, let's get ready to go do this all over again. That's where they are. The Lakers – are in kind of neither of those two spots. The Lakers have a recent championship. They have two very important star players that are going to be here for somewhere between the short term and maybe slightly beyond the short term. They have very few draft picks. They have very few uh, available space to try to go recruit free agents in the short term, and they're not in the mix right now, and the mix going forward is is very cloudy 
Mm-hmm. Like th- these are the three various stage of rebuilds. They all kind of started at the same spot, but they're all in three different spots. The Dodgers are still competing. The Rams are taking taking a very clear step back. Let's see what we have and go again. And the Lakers kind are of trying swinging to compete, for the fence but here. Not. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 the the Laker one is. I think that's the one where you're asking yourself, okay, is Bron going to be healthy? One of your stars is clearly a number two. He's not a number one. Uh, you need some stuff to go your way. You got to find a way to just make the playoffs. The playing is not making the playoffs. Everybody keeps saying, "Well, if you're in the playing, you're in." No, you're not. No, you're, you're not. not. You got to make the playing to then just get one series. of those top eight seats. So that's a that's an interesting way of kind of defining all three. Yeah, and they're in very different spots. And we we can come back and talk about the Dodgers here in just a little bit because the. I think we feel differently about all three of these teams. The Dodgers and their reboot, we feel really good about because of the track record. The Rams, it's more like a, okay, let's see. And the Lakers one is more like, gosh, what do you do from here? They're, they're all, cloudy is a good description. Cloudy yeah, is very – because Anthony Davis is cloudy. LeBron James's age makes him cloudy by definition. And the, the guy that's in charge of building this thing theoretically has mm-hmm. had some successes and had some really big swings and misses. So I want to run by, so we were talking about reboots. I wanted to run by these ideas because obviously we're in LA. We're in a series in a world in which reboots happen all the time slash shows go on longer than they should. So what I think the Rams reboot analogy is, is Better Call Saul. So uh, it started off where Breaking Bad is amazing. It lasted five seasons, (laughs) had almost this perfect contained five season run, and it ended on top uh, Rams championship uh, Breaking Bad landed the plane, had an amazing finale, I think, personally. It was good. So uh, it ended, and then everyone's like, really? We're going to go to a uh, spinoff of Saul Goodman? Everybody was doubting the reboot of Better Call Saul. And its reboot and its build is different. It's six, It was six seasons long, and it's different than Very. the Breaking Bad. And it's mm-hmm. a different tone, which maybe the Rams reboot, rebuild will like be a that. different tone. So my second one for the Dodgers. Let's hope that the Rams <laughs> next six years are Better Call Saul good. That would yeah. be amazing. amazing. But they never won a, uh, Better Call Saul never won a um, award. Get to the NFC Championship game. <laughs> Rams might never win a, 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 a Super Bowl. But my next one for the Dodgers, it's cheers into Frazier. So it's cheers, 11 years, uh, really a lot of success, really well known on the top of its game for those 11 years, but had to end at some point in time. Then they go into Fraser. It's the same. It's like similar bones, but very different concept. And it also very lasted good. for 11 years. Another 11. I almost want to go Seinfeld is, to curb. Is Clayton Kershaw uh, Frazier in this analogy? We were there for both. <laughs> could. <laughs> could be. And then also that the writers are, uh, it wasn't the same ah, creator in both. That's but it's Friedman. The, Yes, yeah. but the writer uh, carried over to both. Oh, yeah. the, the Lakers my, are coming up. <laughs> the Lakers, did the sign for of the cross there. Are this could be Go Game ahead. of Thrones? So Game of, I know, stick with me, and I got, I got, you know, you guys didn't watch Game of no, Thrones. No, you're fine. Go keep so, going. So <laughs> Game of Thrones ran out of source Better material. Better than I thought. Is is ran out of source material at season five? So after or after after season six? Hold, hold on, real quick, and before I don't, do you know what the reboot of Game of Thrones was even called? <laughs> no. <laughs> Go ahead, Emily. (laughs) So uh, through six seasons, it was hitting, and it's and it's where it needed to be. It had big hitters, and you know there it wasn't for everybody, but it's there. And then after that, everyone got distracted. So the two creators, 
Benoff and Weiss got distracted by by Star Wars, and they wanted to do a different show. And so there was too many distractions there, too many big names trying to come in, like Aaron Rodgers and Ed Sheeran was in. You're like, this is weird. It's, things are coming up. And so it kind of didn't land the plane very well and had a, a couple seasons where everyone was like, but I wish we had the old Game of Thrones. The old Game of Thrones is great, just like the Lakers that won the championship was great. And then uh, the House of the Dragon is the reboot. House of the Dragon. And that's what you're uh, hoping, getting ready to watch the next couple of years. I love the House of the Dragon personally. <laughs> House of the Dragon I was a has, huge fan. has big ratings, but it's not the same thing as the original Game of mm. Thrones. And therefore, the Lakers team has, you know, big ratings, ha- is still in the news all the time. We're on NBA but- TV all the time. Sports <laughs> Center's leading off with them. First takes talking about them. But isn't the core that the, the top, metric. the first se- five seasons were? So, it's pretty good. Em. These are my analogies. If anyone has em. any better ones, but this is what I have. That's pretty good. Um, the Dodger reboot, I think, is fascinating because I was watching it again last night. Watching yeah. them play the Angels in Freeway Series. By the way, 235 last night. Amazing. 230. Okay, that, that seems like the perfect it, number. It is. It really is. Why do I and already you- feel like I'm walking fast to the concessions? <laughs> it was, I got to to go it was great it was great we'll talk about the clock but the reboot is happening as you're watching you're like ah, i'm gonna talk you off the ledge shot if you're even a little bit nervous about what's about mm. to come up this season don't be that's coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn hi it's mike greenberg letting you know espn bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of espn has exclusive offers and markets from scott van pelt Stephen a smith and me plus many more from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans sign up today new users get a bet reset up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win download espn bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yes, indeed. Live Imaging Tuesday is on with Travis. It's Lee Quarter after 11 a.m. Oh, the Reverend Al Green. Okay. Let's do this. Now, I brought in reinforcements because I knew that producer Emily was stacking her list. She was ready to come after me. That the Succession premiere on Sunday, I'm not saying it wasn't great to see everybody back. Shiv? I'm not, I'm not saying many times we said this about Sopranos premieres after waiting for a while that it's setting the stage and everything became great. But I brought in our boss, the great Amanda Brown, because I said this in one of our 17 meetings today. This one wasn't about <laughs> corn. <laughs> Big corn. That it just wasn't, for all the hype, it just wasn't as great as it could be. Amanda, you agree? Yeah, I actually watched it last night, and I'm a huge Succession fan. Hmm. I got bored and started looking on my phone. And for me, oh, that's, that's not a how, good how far exactly. into the episode. That's not a good time. I mean, it probably 20 minutes in. Ooh. See, I didn't do that, but I could understand how you could go there. So, Producer Emily, you were passionate against this point. You hmm. said my name, Chris. I've got a list. Christopher. <laughs> so I, I got a question. Is it, was it just so overhyped that it's impossible for it to live up to the I think that's the part. Hype? I think that's part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think people have, you know, such high expectations for it. And for me, I just felt it to be a little slow. Come on, Em. Let's so, go. I, I was waiting for everybody to finish. I didn't want to talk over anybody. But my first question to you before I go into my list, what did you guys want? 
What did you want after the premiere uh, of this season? Yeah. It left with such a powerful punch that opening up, and by the way, if you haven't seen it, this is probably Oh, a good yeah, time. change the channel now before anybody but says anything. be sure to anything. come back for Factor Capital. <laughs> yes. To open up with like the, and I understand we're now in a different point. The kids are Romy. like, are like in California doing their thing. It just, I don't know. I wanted it almost to continue from that night. So, okay, here's something. It never comes off of their finale. Every year, they've had an amazing finale. And I already said this at the beginning of the show. It but has an amazing finale connected. that doesn't connect. You you come with them two two months, um, a couple months later, because that's how we start the series. You start the series in the middle of these people's lives. They're not going to catch you up. You have to catch up. So that's why I think that if everyone was going to try to, if we were going to start in Italy, that was never going to happen. So wipe that from your mind. It was never going to happen. But they I wanted it to happen, you. damn it. I understand that you wanted it to happen. Well, okay. at, at one point, though, yeah. when they were driving to that woman's house... I was like, oh, that kind of that kind of looks like Italy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's. I think it was Santa Barbara or it's like Northern California. I don't. I can't remember where it was, but it, it was wasn't Tuscany. In we know that <laughs> it wasn't Tuscany. They took a private jet to get there, so they had to get there. But okay, it had one of the funniest scenes in all of Succession. Couldn't agree more. So it's the scene. <laughs> are you talking? About, are you talking about in the study? I am talking about. It's so dry in here. Does anybody have any jokes? And then he goes oh, yeah. around and asks everybody for jokes, and everybody can't tell the jokes because he misses his kids and he wants his kids there. It's his birthday. Greg had it was amazing. Tom Greg stuff. You know, you got the uh, the the disgusting brothers. That's amazing. That was good. I also liked. Now here was a positive. Okay. I liked that they added context to the characters of the bodyguard Colin. Yes. And then his assistant, who he's obviously in a relationship with. Yes. She spoke more, and she's a vicious human being. She was almost like <laughs> I like her a lot. She yeah. was V Stiviano esque, where she was like when. It Asked about your relationship, yeah. your relationship wow. to um uh to to Logan. Right, She's like, I'm man. a friend, assistant, and a confidant. You're like, eh, that's kind of that stuff. But, but here's the thing. Okay, I have. Go ahead. Can, okay. can I? As somebody who has not seen the episode, well, you're like, gutless. Then <laughs> here we go again. Have you, you watched really the are. series? Yes, I'm up. To, I'm one episode behind. I just need to see. So you haven't watched last year's finale? Yeah, I've oh. seen that. Okay. I, Put I, it I on right seen, now. I've not seen the one that debuted Sunday night. That's the one I have not Well, seen. hopefully so, you will have low expectations I, going well, in, and so it'll actually might help. be better this is, for that you. That might help. Yes. This, yeah. this, is my, this is what I was getting to, boss, which was I, I, I'm going to watch it with kind of both of your positions in mind, but I don't have that huge expectation. You're not going to agree with me. I, I have this thing. If it's good, I will watch it. If it's not, I will turn it off, and I'll be out of the series like that. It takes you like won't be out of the series. Two bad episodes in a row. Adios. It's the la- it's the Adios. final season. And but to go not gonna this be episodes, far, this I think you're episode. probably it's, it's, staying. It's three seasons, and it's been good. Three seasons is a lot. It's, yeah. it's been good. So, it's kept my attention through three seasons. So if this one's a clunker like Chris is saying. I didn't say it was a clunker. I didn't meet the expectations. Give me, give me the adjective. What is it? Lacking in expectations? Average? I find that the whole storyline of the kids now making an outrageous bid to outbid their it's father perfect eh. it's the perfect thing for them to you do don't just raise you don't decision. raise you don't go from raising 6 billion of capital to 12 billion Which like is one why, phone call seems like a lot chris <laughs> this is why it's setting up that this is not going to work she said work. my first name again i'm scared She's this is not going to work taylor and, i'm nervous bro don't go okay. through my phone you don't know my password i love i love roman <laughs> explaining money to people as if that was that good that is hilarious that is hilarious but the thing is this 10 billion isn't going to work. It's it's setting up. Okay, there are three things that were set up. There was the Gojo deal in 48 hours. So, who knows what's going to happen with that? And that's I don't the know. other thing. I missed the I don't true know blood guy. The okay. Gojo deal. He's, I wanted the true blood Chris, guy. Back. He's going to be there. He's this so is beautiful. Logan's birthday. Of course he's, he's so going to be. Is he not beautiful? 
Yeah, he's beautiful. He's scar scarred. And then um, there, the election's coming up, and that's going to be a huge thing. What's going to happen with that? And we saw it in the preview. It's going to be a huge thing. And then also the- um, Is Bogosian still the presidential <laughs> candidate? Which one? Is, yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I think yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, it's it's going to be, and this deal isn't going to go through. But Nan Pierce is going to do something that's going to- Well, yeah, you could just up. see it on her well, face as it was happening. Nan Pierce is a handsome woman. Do you, is there a scenario, Emily? And and I, I'm, I'm just asking, please don't come at me with your success. Venom? Heat. Wow. Is there a success, is there a way where you could be like, yeah, this isn't great? Like, is, is there a, a episode or yes. two where you're like, yeah, Chris was right because you are well, she won't so say that. entrenched in your no. position Would you admit right Taylor now? Swift had a song that was average? But, Travis, <laughs> there were episodes okay. in the last season that were... I thought were low points that I thought weren't good. And I said it in my friend groups and I said it, I wasn't like really talking about it on air at the time. So I have had episodes of succession that doesn't hit for me. I do think that this is the perfect episode of succession to start a season because it has everything that you love, little intricate conversations that you love and the personal dynamics that have been different than last seasons and an amazing Tom Shiv ending. That was amazing. That, that was you, my favorite part. Did you not feel it through breakups that we've all gone through? <laughs> well, not you, Travis, because you dated one woman from yeah. high school and you married her. He's been happily married for twenty, almost twenty six years now. Okay, she knows all your passwords. <laughs> she does yeah, nothing. Uh, nothing <laughs> but I, did I was feel... I was caught by surprise by that Netflix show. Last I'm like, oh, okay, wow, all right. I can't wait for more Carrie this season, though. That's the assistant. The assistant She's is going to be great. She is a vile, vicious human being, and that's what makes her amazing. <laughs> and hey, Greg was. You thought so I was going to say funny. something else? I, it's, we're on radio. So funny. Great and was great. I know, but I, I know you, and I thought I, I know vile vicious is usually followed by something. Greg's else. girl asking for a selfie. <laughs> oh that yeah, was, yeah, that was good. Okay, so maybe we we're all turned. Maybe Amanda and I were wrong. Now that we go through it, we're, we'll, we'll no, turn around I on this there, thing. I think I'm gonna go watch it again tonight. I think there were moments, like it had moments, but overall it was eh. So no matter what, no matter what, if you're this far committed. You're watching the rest of, of the course, season, right? Yeah. Of course. I'm not yeah. going to stop because I also am hoping it gets better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if there are a couple of bad ones in a row, it I'll almost still do. not going to be a couple of bad ones in a row. No, I, I, <laughs> this no, is what I was no, no, no. It's not going to happen. We're I agree with her, though. You look at me. There will not be a couple of bad episodes in a row. One of the best written shows in television. That is true. And I don't think they can have three bad episodes. I agree with her. I don't I don't think they can have three bad episodes. Sideline item. I kind of want it to be bad. I've enjoyed this Just for that reason? Sideline item though we're not on video today I don't exact the explanation from Carla was the cameras aren't working no here's the well, deal there's the an internet, internet yeah, issue an and internet. the cameras aren't oh, it's construction week again? where's my hat yes where's the construction <laughs> the noises Taylor Trav let's use your hotspot on your phone <laughs> I, well, I, I open my computer today want to use your hotspot I'm like no I've been here in eight years have I ever said yes to that question but guess what Carlo from our social media team people know Carlo Sisu shout outs to you uh, he won a tamale party. Like he gets free tamales? Here. For get, it's here. The tamale woman just arrived. Yeah. Look at Travis's we're having, eyes. We're having a, a Tuesday <laughs> tamale go. party. Yeah. It's not Taco Tuesday. It's tamale Tuesday. Well, we're going we're gonna to yeah, get no that complaints set up here. before 112 because I got a, a 112 departure set today. So we're going to need. Do they have the red and the green? and the I chicken don't know. And, I'm not on the tamale well, council. I you knew that they were showing there up. There are four I different kinds. Four, four different, different kinds. kinds. Yes. There is a pork, a yes. chicken, yes. a beef, and a cheese. No. No? Something else they told me where you dip them. Ooh, sometimes they have Bam! that one with the Monterey Jack cheese and the green chili. That's oh, I love that one. one. That's a good yeah. one. That's good. That's a good one. Emily, Let's have a couple tamales okay. real Chris quick. Chris is going to come around, I promise. I think I, I'm okay. going to watch it again tonight on the way home. 
Maybe I should watch it again too, actually. And then, and then uh, we can reconvene. <laughs> and then call Emily and have Emily convince you even further. I gave you an amazing text message last week when I discovered that new Taylor Swift song. Yes, I was really happy for it. Emily, have you seen Yellow Jackets? I love oh, Yellow Jackets. I've seen all of it. <laughs> Did you see the one, the new one this week too? I was actually less Their than impressed. So that at, was another one. Amanda, can I help you with something? Yes. She's the, seen the, it. The, the She's question, seen everything? Yeah, the question, have you seen, yep. Emily is always followed by yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it, she, is, she is the most watched she television movie person that I've ever met in my life. She saw it. Show some respect. All right. Seen, yes. Bow down. <laughs> I've seen them, I've seen them all. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live at Bidji Tuesday, Travis and Sleewa around 11.30 a.m. You know what we do at 11.30 a.m. every weekday. What? Why are you looking at me like that? I was waiting for you to say Factor Cap. It's, factor t- cap. <laughs> it's Factor Cap. It's time for Factor Cap. Take it away, producer Emily. After that beautiful toss, I think that this is going to be a great segment. We're going to be super excited. Me and Amanda were talking about Yellow Jackets in the, in the break, so if anybody ever... Once Chuck Yellow Jackets me on Twitter, uh-huh. feel free because it's a. What's your Twitter handle? <laughs> I just hit her up on it's Twitter. None of your business. Uh, at, anyway, but it's I love lost. Get bent. <laughs> okay, so anyway, this is going really great. Uh, there is a story out there where. <laughs> Wasn't that bad? Uh, there's there's a story out there. This this girl tries. Um, she has this trick when she's going into like. A place where she's not supposed to have alcohol, but you can have like picnic things that you had to pay for alcohol, but you could have food. So she will sneak a bottle of wine into a loaf of bread. So she'll carve out the loaf of bread. She'll put the bottle of wine My in it, God. and when she's pouring the wine out, it's essentially like a loaf of bread. So it's kind of like a funny joke for, with her and her friends, but she can get it into like you know open air stadiums where they don't allow alcohol. So but they allow you to bring in a loaf of bread. Yeah, I don't <laughs> there's know. a lot of places will let you bring food. Yeah, but, but you not can't bring drinks. liquor because they wanna mm-hmm. they wanna have the you spend the money on the drinks or whatever mm-hmm. there. Or don't want people drinking in the park. But you have gone through great lengths to sneak in food. So, uh, so sneak in alcohol somewhere. Traff, factor cap. Uh, fact. I I don't know if this counts as great lengths, but when we go to the Rose Bowl every year, right? That's kind of our our family tradition. You can't bring in like bottles or cans. Yeah. And I'm not really a flask or a Boda bag guy. But the thing that is, you can get them in every single time are yep. the little airport bottles. No question about right? it. Right? They're plastic. Yep. And so they don't set off the metal detector when they get wanded. Who doesn't you want can, a couple of Jack Daniels yeah, stuck into you your. Can, you could put a little couple of bullets, a couple mm-hmm. of Jack Daniels, a couple of whatever you want in your pockets, and then you can just kind of make yourself a little cocktail in the middle yeah. of the game. It's the best way to do it. They so call them nips in the, in the Northeast. There you go. Mm. Uh, all right. Morales? So I guess it's not illegal, but I do that for flying. So Because you can take a Ziploc bag of airplane bottles, you just have to pull them out of your. Carry on and Show. put them on yeah. to security, and they always look at you like, "Oh, this guy." <laughs> look at mm-hmm. this. They're completely legal. <laughs> but I had a friend who Travis knows with dreadlocks, braids. No, dreadlocks. What's yeah, dreadlocks. Dreads. And he would hide the little bottles in his oh, dreads. I remember him telling us that. Right, mm. and that so we would go into parties and clubs with that. Maybe you could hide some other stuff in there too. <laughs> <laughs> so fact, Al. I think we've all done this, right? You go to a sporting event, and especially back in college, I got one story since this will tie to San Diego State. Okay. Viejas Arena, which you went to on that final game. I had a buddy of mine that 
who's going on this trip. And let's just say it wasn't exactly the best idea, but he would do it anyways. Didn't give a you-know-what. Take a backpack. And it's not like he was hiding some liquor, some small liquor. He was throwing Coronas in there. Not like cans either. Bottles? Bottles of Corona. Okay? <laughs> so what he would do, San Diego State, this, uh, the specific arena... It's got. It's actually almost similar to the Coliseum. You know the Coliseum on the outside. It's just the. It's like the gates, right? Like it's. He would take the backpack, put it inside through the you know through the gate holes or whatever it was. Then go in, come back around, get his backpack, go to his seat, and pop open a Corona like they were selling glasses of <laughs> bottles of Corona there. So we've all done that before. I think we all have. But the one that you mentioned is the most. That's the easiest way to do it. I think, especially for sporting events, it's a perfect thing to do. It. Even concerts too. All right, Taylor. In fact, yeah, I've done the same thing. These guys have talking about um, just you know put like a, a little pint in your waistband or like a little little shooter. Good and to go. Go to work. Go, good to go. And they uh, come into the office. Plastic bottle. Just <laughs> come, <laughs> come, you, come you right into the office. The one in the in the gas station, the one that fits in your coat pocket. Yeah, I got one of those. That's a. I got one of those in my golf bag. Yeah. That's a. It's a good one too. Yeah. Yeah, uh, girls in my sorority used to have uh, these were like very long, like test tubes size things, but they would hide them in overly large like tampon wrappers, and people never look. And so, therefore, you just have yeah, you a win. test tube of yeah, alcohol. you win. There's nobody, <laughs> nothing you right. could do there. So, uh, <laughs> nothing anybody could do there. Game of that's go, go we're ahead. playing checkers. Go ahead, ma'am. She's playing chess. <laughs> exactly. You win. <laughs> Because you might have well, might have be that be that big anyway. So uh, Andy Reid said this at the owners' meeting when asked about Jordan Love. What did you think of Jordan Love in that quarter? One of my up in the game that he played against you. What was that two years ago? Who's that? Jordan Love. Um, I'm trying to remember Jordan Love. Packers. Uh, he started that game when Rodgers missed it because of COVID. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. No, I. Um, I thought he. I mean, what I remember, I thought he was good. <laughs> All right. So you believe that Andy Reid actually doesn't know who uh, Jordan Love is? Not that he's just trying to be facetious or trying to backhand it. So you actually believe Andy Reid doesn't know who he is? Morales, fact or cap? Fact. And by the way, Andy's definitely a guy that's taken a loaf of bread, an actual <laughs> loaf of bread, into an event. Hit a loaf of bread inside a loaf of bread. <laughs> All right, Al. Uh, no question about it. Fact. I don't think Andy Reid is one to kind of BS. I think he was being genuine. He sounded genuine until the end when he's like, oh, I thought he was really good. You still don't know who he is. I don't know if something triggered or maybe the guy had to give him all those details. But Andy Reid doesn't take me as somebody that's just BSing just to BS. All right, Trav? So Sean McVay knows every player in the league, right? Like you could say any of the seven. He knows every so play. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If Sean McVay said, I don't know who it is, I wouldn't believe him for a second. There are the guys that are like Sean McVay, <laughs> and then there are the guys like Andy Reid who knows his team intimately, who knows the opponent he's getting ready for next mm-hmm. week intimately. But if he played one quarter against a guy two years, he doesn't know who that guy is. If you said to him, hey, what do you think about the backup quarterback for the Packers? He might go, Oh yeah, didn't we? Be, he might remember, but he doesn't know the guy's name. But here's the only problem with that: we know Jordan Love is because that's what we're. This is my but, point. But but we're not. But we have no ties to the of Packers or we any talk of that about the stuff. NFL every single day. Andy Reid deals with the Chiefs. We talk about the NFL. Andy Reid is in his bubble of that one thing. You think Andy Reid follows Adam Schefter on Twitter? He doesn't not have to follow. Doesn't have to follow. But Jordan Love is. You know that name's been backup. around for a few years. He's a backup. I know. I, I, I know he's it. a backup. I, get yeah. it. I believe him. All right, Taylor? 
Yeah, fact. I don't think this is a slight in the in the slightest. I think Andy's hey, a genuine guy. I was good. I could tell you what. Did you plan that? <laughs> no, it just came out actually. Oh, I like that. that. Now that's when it just happens and you exactly. just create a bit. I don't believe <laughs> that that is a slut. <laughs> All right. So I've been watching a lot of uh, the new uh, season of Love Is Blind. So Love Is Blind is a show where people meet in like pods and they can't see each other and they have to talk in the pods for like three day or two weeks or whatever, and then they have to engage get engaged before they see each other face to face. Anyway, I know it's a stupid show, but I, I really like it. Um, Nobody said anything. But you okay, I get I get what it was. There was so much silence and I was trying to put the pieces together. I'm like, wait, let me understand what's I mean, happening here. I was thinking it was a stupid yeah. show, but we didn't actually say it's it was. A fun show to watch sometimes. So uh, if a friend came up to you okay. and was asking, should I do this? Should I do a reality TV show? I want your honest opinion. You would try to talk a friend out of going on a reality TV show. Alan, Fetter Cap. Um, now, Cap on this one. I mean, it's not for me. I wouldn't do it. But to go out of my way to try to convince them not to do it, I don't know. What's What's the... What's the worst thing that can happen? What's the harm in it? There's a lot it? of bad things that could happen. If <laughs> Maybe I haven't watched TV a lot show. of reality TV show to know what the bad things are. But if I got to sell that person not to do it, then that may be, maybe they're more inclined to want to do it. Let them go do their thing. Trav? So one of my, my, my best friend from high school tried out for the original season of Survivor before anybody really wow. knew that Survivor – and he got down to one of the final cuts. Like he went back for several interviews. They'd started discussing travel, how long you're going to be gone. They had – I don't know how many people on the show, like 20? Uh, 25. He was Something like that. He's but, at home eating snails. But he was like down practicing. to the final 40 or 50 people. Like he was really, really close. And we were working on his videos and all of these things. So yeah, absolutely go for it. If, if, if you're going to find your soulmate, probably not the thing. If you just want to go have an adventure and do some cool stuff, yeah, race, yeah. why not? Yeah, absolutely. Talk right. to him through a pod for three weeks. <laughs> so wait a minute. Are you talking about your, that love is blind concept? No, or I'm just saying in general? just in general. reality oh, show yeah. in general. All right, Morales? Because yeah, I want Travis to do man versus food. Oh, I'd be good at that. Right? And I don't think that was a reality show. That was that one guy. But just to, like recreate Adam, it. Zimmer, Adam something. Zimmerman? Richmond? Rich, no, was uh, it? Uh, yeah, yeah, Adam yeah. Richmond. Richmond. No, Richmond. I think he's Richmond. Richmond. Yeah. Can you imagine? Just Travis goes across the country. Just man versus food. And all those man versus foods, you have like, you know, he's holding the knife and the fork and they come with all this food and he looks at it like, <laughs> oh my gosh, the crowd's going crazy in the background and then the music starts. We go to the bars too though, starts. right? We're going to try to take down some giant beers or something like that. I, well, we I'm, know I'm you've in. done that. Yeah, that you do. <laughs> I'm up for that, that too. You do. All right, Taylor? Cap, I think this would be comedy if, you know, one of my friends is on a show like that. I mean, what's the worst that could happen anyway? You can become a villain and everyone hates you and people for the rest you of your know, life and never you get a job and... after that and <laughs> Yeah, the people always they, see they you blame me for it. Everyone sees <laughs> a lot. Right? Like yeah. I mean the people that watch Survivor might hate you, but I know that a lot of people watch it, but more people don't. It's on season right? forty eight. No, I know it's like I said, it's popular, but <laughs> honestly if the Survivor guy walked into this room, how many the people on Survivor? I only right watched now, that one episode that one that's year. That's what I'm saying. That had Richard that's what I'm saying. the guy who won. And that was it. Then what was the, the I, blonde I woman's name who became a celebrity? Hasselbeck. Hasselbeck. So yeah. I would know her. So That's there you two. Go. It's been on 40 years. <laughs> well, I've only watched one season. <laughs> but there are things where people can become a villain and then, you know, their social media gets, you know, people go at them. Turn really mean, behave so, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't be the villain. All right. So today is National uh, Food on a Stick Day. So corn dogs are the best food you can get on a stick. Travis, factor cap. Well, I would have said fact until you showed me the one with the pickle in it the other day. That was pretty amazing. Um 
Yeah, fact. A corn dog with the sweet cornmeal. You put a little mustard on there. Uh, the the savoriness of the dog, the crispiness of the dough. A corn dog is a, is a very good stick delivered item. I'm an Gross. anti corn dog guy. You know why? I like a well barbecued hot dog, grill marks and everything. So that's just a steamed dog it's in there. A different thing. No, yeah. it's it's fried. No. Yes. But the dog is already cooked when you make the corn dog, right? Or yeah, no? Yeah, no. You you fry the cornmeal around the dog. But the dog's already cooked. It's I like to do an uncooked, cooked. uncooked dog. Dogs you, by you definition said something are else. cooked. <laughs> All right, Al. Um, Bam! Off the top of my head, yeah, I'll go with a corn dog. I'm trying Have to. Have you think ever eaten here. a corn dog off the top Popsicles. of your head? <laughs> oh yeah, pop. That's what I'm saying. Pop. Yeah, what about well, that, ice that's cream? What, that's that's what I'm trying to look here. I'm trying to kind of okay. The give last me a night, better the wine idea. bar I was at skewers. You could get the skewers so, of meat or whatever it is. Last night at this wine bar in Fullerton, Twisted Vine, they had skewers for their caprese. So you had it was actually pretty interesting. The was, tomato, the mozz, the basil, all in the skewer, and a little drizzle, balsamic drizzle with the balsamic on the skewer. A little red onion anywhere on no, there? No, no, that's not true. And some, but sometimes they'll throw it in there. That sounds good. I was like Sylvester with the fish. <laughs> hey, it's the second Sylvester and the fish mentioned on the show today. Really? <laughs> yes, I did it in the opening segment. Well, we're a similar. We have similar thoughts. Corn dog. Because we're talking about Go corn. corn dog. Yeah. All right, uh, Taylor. Cap. Uh, bomb pop is the best. Oh yeah, that's right. That's, oh, your, that's, that's my go, yeah. that's a good go-to choice. popsicle. Yeah. That's good. What about a fudgicle? Yeah, a lot of fudge. Yeah. Pretty good. Frozen fudge. Who says no? But as far as like all the iced and frozen things on a stick you can get, fudgicle is way down there. Oh, so Trav, so this tamale, tamale setup yet? is a little different though. You're going to have to, they're not just putting out tamales. You're going to have to be honest with the order. What do you mean? Excuse me, ma'am. Could I have five tamales? <laughs> <laughs> One of each. Go oh. four. What, what, did, what did he win exactly? And you're going to be like, oh, it's for that guy in there. We're sharing it. I need to know if these are the guys that said I will be here all day or whether these are the real guys. I think we got two hours of tamale fun. That's a lot. That's a lot of tamales. We get it in. I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to go see what's going on. We'll do that. Plus. Use your credit card. <laughs> Not, it's on him. It's on Carlo. Everything's on the tab. It's on Carlo. We're going to talk about that Dodger reboot and how you should feel very, very good about it. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. A little Boogie Nights music from the soundtrack. And by the way, speaking of Boogie Nights, you know, another Boogie Nights expert, Andy Kamenetsky's coming in today for John Ireland on Mason and Ireland. It's a real show, Jack. That was the, uh, there's the post. This is the scene. In oh, Boogie sorry, Nights. Chris. Travis, it's a live imaging Tuesday. We were just talking about the strength of Emily knowing a lot of the shows out there, almost the every shows. show. But producer Lindsay's like that with documentaries. You cannot beat her on a hmm. documentary. It's like she's got an inside track. Once it's posted to Netflix, she's already seen it. She's is there a, a tamale chant going on? There's a tamale there, chant there's going like on. There's right like a, a, a festival yep. of tamales taking place yep. out there, and that I'm not a part of it, it kind of bothers me. Why aren't you out there? You should be out I, there. I would like take to. The Comrex. My, my show Can is on. Can you take right the Comrex now. and broadcast live from the tamale <laughs> chant down the hall? I'll use the Comrex field tap on my phone. I'll just there's call it. There's just in. one cord. All the doors have to stay open <laughs> that Travis connected to. It's a lot. Look, everybody's queued up. Everybody's very excited yeah. to get their hands on there's, those tamales. It's orderly. There's Everybody's kind of taking their time. Berg's already in there. Second time he's gone through the line. You know, I kind of got turned around on tamales. Remember when we first started? It was one of the more divisive topics that I was not. Said you don't like them. I got turned around on them. You know who did it? Alex downstairs. Alex brought in that bag of tamales one day. Right. And he gave me a couple. Oh, homemade tamales. Change your life. They were so good. I'm now team tamale. I was I was always kind of okay. Yeah, you threw me off. That one, that one I think threw a lot of people off. These were game changing. Okay. Game changer good tamales. <laughs> By the way, you know what One twelve will get one. So we know that Lakers Talk Daily is something you can consume every day on YouTube, and many have. But we have a new one for the start of baseball season. What do you got? The Dodgers Blue Review. 
Well, did you see the sleeve, the looks Lee just gave me? Like, hey, uh, can't believe Clinton and Greg are getting on my zone. No, I need them on there. As many as we can get on ESPN LA YouTube. Let's just get everybody in there. So be sure to join Corporate Greg and Clinton Yates every day for the Blue Review. They do it together? Well, yeah. Awesome. Well, they're together. It's like Will a you show. Will be featured on it, uh, Travis, at some point? I would love to be a guest. I would love to be a fill-in host. I'll be, I'll be the... Uh, the pinch hitter, the utility player, whenever they need me. It's I'll, a real I'll movie, Jack. Chris Taylor. Yes, I'll take that. Just search ESPN LA on YouTube. That's where you could watch us live, by the way. We figured out the internet, so we're back up. Oh, we're back? I think so. Bam! And be sure to watch the Blue Review every day this baseball up. season, okay? <laughs> Do it for Corporate Greg. You don't have to talk me into, talk me into talking it. about the Dodgers. I'm in. I watched spring training games, Slee. Every day. Oh, you watched. 235 last night, by the way. 235? 235. Okay, what, what's the right? We are talking about this yesterday. There's the day before was 208. Sunday night. I love it. Sunday night was 208. 208. Wait, I think we fast. both agreed we thought was too fast. I think 230 is the right spot. What's So a primetime NBA game, like a Sunday primetime. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. That's about right yeah. for primetime. But I like those 730 games to be done by 930. I got to go to bed. <laughs> 7.30 games are... Why they're do tough. those seem so... Because they're usually prime They used to always be 7.30. Laker games used to always be at 7.30 when it was at at, at home. Those seem so late now. It you is got, late. You have 6.30s, you have 7s, and when you get a 7.30 in there, you feel like... But they're doing them on Friday nights, which is better than doing on a Tuesday night or something like that. So here's the thing. if we, we've, we've got the actual games down to about the right amount of time, right? Somewhere around two in, and a half hours. In which league? In baseball. Okay, because right. NBA, NBA could be a lot shorter, they could be too. Yeah. They, they could be, but the, a baseball game in two and a half hours really kind of rips along. Now we just need fewer of them. Instead of 162 regular season games, let's play about 100. Let's play about a hundred because now all of a sudden this one of 162, they're all relatively statistically unimportant. If you take off basically a third of the season, now every game, every series, if you fall behind by eight or nine games early, yeah. you're in big, big trouble. There's not enough time. You would own the summer, mm-hmm. finish before baseball or before football, football. starts, mm-hmm. and you and you've got people's attention. People are excited about this. WBC, Otani, quicker games. Now just chop off about the you agree. games. You agree that would never happen, right? No, it'll never happen, but it would make it better. Yeah. It would make it a lot better. I, I, by the way, I don't even need 100. I think if you, even if they went down to one, four, if, if you could take one month off of baseball, take 25 games off, yeah, something like that. September and October, the combined. I, I'm okay that with that. You know, I, I, Obviously, they wouldn't do I mean, basketball is a good example, too. There's been conversations about, do you go down from 82 down to 70? 70 was... During the COVID years, that's what they ended well, up. If they with. could go down to thirty-five, the Lakers can win again. Sorry. <laughs> no, if you go down to thirty-five, then they wouldn't have enough time to come back from the two and ten start. <laughs> By the way, can we do anything about the Pac-12 after dark? The five and a half hour San Diego State and Fresno un- State un- game, unwatchable. <laughs> Starts at seven, ends at midnight. Unwatchable. You, just, you get San Diego State in the Pac-12. I don't care if the names at the games at midnight. I'm okay. They'll with play it. Hawaii every I week. Don't, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you set them in the Pac-12. Oh, it's rough. It's a long night. No, the Pac-12 after dark is the old. Any college football of all the of these is the worst offender. And an average length college football game is close to four hours. That means if you you're ever, kicking ever off on at a, seven, you, it's past midnight. Do you ever on a Saturday night where you're saying to yourself, you're like, all right, cool. There's been so much that just happened in sports. Give me a little Sports Center, and you tune in. You know, you go to ESPN, and it's. 
the start of the third quarter in the Arizona State and Washington game. I'm like, you're just starting the third? I got to wait this long for a sports center? 86 replays later, you're halfway through the third quarter. I'm going to go check out the tamale thing for you. Let me give, give let me us know. Uh, yeah. some hand signals through the glass. Let me know, let me know how we're doing over there. You're only going to get one hand signal from this guy. <laughs> yeah, Amazing. He's going to have a I thumbs up. I thought I was going to get a different one. Different and digit. that one too. Uh, that one as well. Dodger game last night. I'm watching the game, and real quick, just since we're fixing baseball, I got another thing that we should do. Okay. And they had. Uh, I was watching the Dodger feed, so it was Tim and Eric Carroll who were calling the play-by-play and analysis. But they had third base coach Dino Ebel mic'd up. Okay. Slee, it was so good. That's cool. That's cool. It's so good. He's talking about the positioning of the outfielders. He's talking about which guys he's going to send, which guys you know, depending on situation, score, inning. It was That's like really Very deep unique. inside, and it's happening. During the game, it was really an added value to a telecast. This isn't the normal, let's go talk to a guy on the bench between innings. It's like, oh, you know, Kershaw's got his good stuff today. Hopefully we win. You know, good Lord will. It's like, stop. It's just cliche BS. He's offering you insight. Like he's, and he would say, well, the outfielder's kind of shaded to the line. So if I get a gapper here, we're going to, mm-hmm. it, it's like, it's really cool stuff along the way. Was it last year, the, the first time it happened? It might, might have been on Sunday Night Baseball. Weren't they micing up some of these players? Yeah. Right? It was Sunday Night Baseball, and I, 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 Mookie's the one that sticks in my head. And it I might think he did it. I don't know if it was a regular season. I can't, I can't remember it if it was. It was. But I don't know if Mookie did it, but they had players mic'd up during the regular season. That is one of the coolest perspectives that you can get, where it's action. The ball could be hit to him. Something can ha- Anything can happen, and this dude is mic'd up. And at the same time, now, I, I would imagine if... if the players don't want to do it. I get that it's a distraction, but from just a pure entertainment perspective, that's amazing. I get why the players might say no. That mm-hmm. makes that makes, yeah, it if, does. If the left fielder says, "Listen, I got to go run down fly balls and throw guys out," I, I understand that, right? And it almost has to be an outfielder because they're they have the most downtime. Yeah, you're less not gonna, you're, you're not going to mm-hmm. do the pitcher or the catcher. Probably not going to do the infield. So you want to put a an, an AirPod in the right fielder's ear? Cool. Can I, we do the I pitcher like and the batter and they could they talk to each other? They did it during the All-Star game. It was amazing. Oh, yeah, that's right. They it did. Was that's what it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was so – and they were talking to John Smoltz in the booth. I think it was the guy, Alex Manoa, for the Blue Jays is like, hey, Smoltzy, what do you want here? He goes, back foot slider. And he throw, strikes him out. I'm like, this is awesome. That's awesome. It's so good. But now that we're fixing baseball, mm-hmm. it feels like – They've got an opportunity to really – they've shortened the time of games. They've made the bases larger. They've got the ghost runner and extra innings. They're trying stuff. For 130 years, like, well, you know, Babe Ruth and Satchel Paige didn't play. Like, who cares, right? That was 100 years ago. The sport has changed. People's habits have changed. What we're interested in has changed. It's evolving. Right? It's evolving it's, in front it's, of us. It's, it's a evolving. Good thing. And now, all of a sudden, mic these guys up. Have the games go quicker. Mm-hmm. I, I'm for moving the mound back. Guys are throwing 104 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. I want more runs. I want more plays. They are more willing to do things now than they have been at any point in the history of that sport, and I think it's awesome. So we give the commissioner, and, and rightfully so. I mean, I, I think this is common with all commissioners – Kind of give them always, we always give them heat. With that in mind, um, what do you got here? No, got I'm two. Just eating. Leave me <laughs> yeah, I'm just eating. Yeah, we're not going to watch it. Keep your hands all. on your side of the table, Slew. <laughs> wow, that looks amazing, bro. But we, should we, I don't remember. What you else. were talking about the commissioner? I don't know. Commissioner about, seems like a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody likes him. You're the only one that seems to like so. Manfred, but he did make some. No, decisions. I don't like him. I'm saying that the game has at least evolved. Give him a little credit in that because I think if there's one thing with baseball, it's the sport that has evolved the least. I'm out. I'm. I don't know what's going on either. I, 
see food. Yeah, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go check out the tamales. Chris is like he's at Mastro's. Yeah, he's set up here like he's at a steakhouse. <laughs> we're going to we're going to check out the Another tamales. Another round, huh? It's on the house. We're going to come back. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about the evolution of that Dodger team, right? And why it looks different, but it's going to be the Love same. That quote. That's for, for the table. <laughs> so now we just need the jersey accent. Nothing is a from better Emily. moment. When you hear somebody say, just bring it for the table, it's like, mm-hmm. hallelujah, absolutely. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.